Hi, Cole here, creator and narrator of The Town Whispers. It's been a long summer, but the leaves once again fall, and with autumn comes longer nights that beg for darker tales. And to fill those long, cold evenings, I've launched a brand new podcast called Tiny Terrors. Tiny Terrors is a nostalgic horror anthology series that is as fun as it is dark. Join three friends as they delve into a forgotten corner of storytelling history and bring to light the darker depths yet still hidden in those often untraveled corners. Subscribe, listen, and review Tiny Terrors wherever you listen to podcasts. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The Town Whispers is a narrative horror podcast that will tell the many stories hidden behind the rain and the fog and the trees of a town called The Fort. Events that take place in The Fort are not suitable for all listeners. Discretion is advised.
pigs slopped about in the mud, bumping against one another, fighting for any scrap or morsel that lay half buried in the trodden slot beneath their hooves. They didn't mind the rain, or the wind that blew with an unseasonal chill. They paid no mind to the farmer who walked with stiff hips and bowed legs, who grunted and limped up the slight but slippery incline to the pig enclosure. Alfie held a club-like stick in one hand, as if he might resolve his stubbornness and use it to steady himself and a bucket of slop in the other. While the pigs paid no mind to him, they certainly smelt the aromas of half-rotten cabbage and carrot that overflowed in the pail he carried. Here you go, you filthy animals! Ah, Jesus! Save a little for later, why don't you? Gosh darn, I just fed you too! Uh, slow down or someone might think I'm neglecting you! For a moment, it looked as if they could discern the meaning of the words he said, but really they only wanted to see if there were more scraps of food to be flung into their pit. Uh, well, well, how's that? Y'all like a little cabbage to round out the diet? Some leafy greens to keep you clean, eh? Alfie reached into the fence as he tried to scratch the chin of the pig nearest him. Seeing it as something to eat, another hog from the side trotted in and nipped, barely missing the meat of Alfie's hand. Hey, what's your manners there, piggy? You try and take a bite out of me, I'm gonna take a bite out of you. It ignored him as it turned to continue whatever it had been doing before. A bite of bacon? A bite of, uh... Ooh, back bacon! A little ham, some pork chops, perhaps? Alfie did that often, standing at the pen and naming all the ways to eat pork, but he'd never taken one of them out back. Ooh, how about I start a big old bonfire, hmm? And roast one of you whole. Ah, darn it, my mouth's watering. Truth be told, they were pets. Or perhaps not pets, but something to talk to and pay attention to. They needed tending, and that gave him purpose. Y'all are getting awfully big. I wonder if I could, uh... Yeah, train a couple of you to pull a cart. <laughs> oh, jeez, Louise, that'd be funny, eh? Imagine that. Me going through town in a cart pulled by pigs. In all the years he'd lived on his farm and tended to his land, he'd never had livestock before. He'd always resorted to borrowing an ox to pull the plow or a couple horses if need be. There were plenty to go around. But after the LaPont fire, he needed something to talk to. Something that wouldn't speak back. Hey, how's your water looking, fellas? He moved around the pen to get a better look at the water trough. Now, let's see here. Go on now. Move out of the way, Jesus Louise. Oh, go on. Hey, Buster. Good lord. A skunk lay face down in the water, its black and white fur fanning out and gently rising and falling with the ripples in the trough. The entirety of its body, from its belly up, had been ripped at and chewed at by the pigs. Oh, you barbaric little buggers! Their response was to snort and squeal and stamp about idle-mindedly as usual. The pigs felt no guilt. Oh, Jesus! Now I gotta fish that darn thing out before y'all get ill. He began to look about for a stick longer than the one he held. The idea of walking into the pen for his pets to begin ripping at his clothes looking for something more to eat was not one that felt outwardly appealing. There's gotta be a damn twig longer than the one I've got somewhere around here. 
but there was none. Jeez, all right, gosh, gosh darn it. Alfie walked round back to the gate. Well, you piggies gonna let me open this damn thing? They pressed up tight against the fence. All right, well, uh, well, how's about I just jump on over then, eh? Alfie with surprising agility and athleticism, hopped himself onto the top of the four-foot fence and dangled a leg in as he began to ease the rest of his body into the pen. Oh, no! Stop it, would ya? Hey, ow, gosh darn it. Hey, would ya stop biting me? I'm gonna friggin' fall if ya keep pulling at my damn pet leg. All right, all right. Finally, he brought his other leg around to push away the livestock as he dropped himself into the cleared area and began wading through the little pond of pink buttocks and backs. All right, go on. Get out of here. Go on, move. Alfie finally reached forward and grabbed the fetid remains of the half-eaten skunk that lay in the trough. Yeah, that's no good. That water's gotta be changed. Alfie began to push back out the way he came to escape with the remains and begin bringing in new pails of water. Hey, you little buggers, this ain't for eating. Down. Down. Hey, all right now, you back up. The herd began hey, to press Sid. in on Alfie as they tried to bite at what looked like food dangling from his hand. From the open end of the skunk, its entrails dangled, and Alfie tried as best he could to keep it out of reach. Oh, good God, hey. For eating now. Seriously, fellas, back up! But as he lifted the skunk higher, the pigs turned to hopping and driving their backs into his side, trying to topple Alfie over. Trying to bring down the tree to get the nutty. Well, I'll show you. Alfie began to throw knees into chins, hearing their thick teeth clatter as their jaws slammed shut and stunned them. But the pigs only tried harder, as those closest were knocked away, leaving room for more of a run-up to drive themselves into Alfie and bring down the delicacy he held out of reach. Darn it! Hey, all right, all right, ah, oof. He pushed back harder and harder against the insatiable appetite of those hulking pink beasts. Alfie finally tripped backwards, his arms windmilling, the rotten, stinking remains of skunk flying well over the fence as Alfie collided with the wooden slats and beams breaking away as his body fell back. Following the stench with their snorting snouts, the crowd pushed past and over Alfie, stepping on parts of him, their immense weight bruising and battering him as they went trotting off and out of the pen. Alfie threw his head back. His body hurt and ached. There were stabs of sheer pain dotted about his body in the shape of cloven hooves, rubbing a red patch of skin on his face where a pig's foot had come down on his cheekbone. Alfie listened as their disgusting squeals became distant and far, echoing slightly in the open fields as they continued in search of more food. He saw stars of white in the blacks of his tightly shut eyes as he rubbed his cheek. Just another day, eh? Just another wonderful... Yeah. Alfie sat Beautiful. up, rolled over onto all fours as he began to make his way to his feet. Oh, amazing day. God damn it. He was smeared with mud all over, the cold of it bleeding through his thick and sturdy clothes. Oh, you think you little buggers are off scot-free, eh? No, no, not a chance. I'm having beacon. Lots and lots of bacon tonight. 
Alfie trudged off towards his house. Oh, have it with beans. Beans and bacon. Oh, lots and lots of bacon. Alfie's boots punched through tall grass as he followed alongside the trampled path of his small herd. His eyes were angular and sharp with anger, his bushy brows brought low, darkening the sockets he looked sinister in the harsh light of the day. Wind blew at the wisps of his hair which still stubbornly clung to the top of his shiny head. They waved and whipped like bulrush leaves. His walking stick was gone. Replaced by a lever action repeating rifle and the thought of fresh meat pushed him onward. His crusade took him through field and bush, through forests and ditches, till he found himself at the furthermost reach of his property where it hooked round into a largely useless shaded meadow enclosed by marsh and willow trees. With tall birch behind those and behind the birch more monstrous cedar, in the midst of the tapered woodland crown that donned the meadow, Alfie spotted those damn pigs. He could hear their snorts and squeals as their teeth bit at dirt clods with hope and then spat them out undeterred. Oh, damn it. In the fervor of his crusade, Alfie lost his bearings. But there he was staring once again at that well. That navel where all the bad in his life seemed to stem and which life seemed to drag him towards endlessly undeterred by his resistance. Oh, of course they'd make their way here. Hungry little devils. The clouds backlit the woods their feathered peaks silhouetted against the mottled, moody clouds. Alfie pressed on closer. The pains in his legs where he'd been trampled caused his breath to catch in his throat as he moved closer. His rifle raised to his shoulder, his index finger on the trigger, while the other sat primed on the lever ready to reload with speed after the first shot. All right, you mud-loving fork-belly idiots. You wanna step on me after I fed you? After I've kept you warm all winter, kept you company, and told you about my life. The tip of his rifle wavered. And gave you pets and treats. And then lowered to the ground. And after I raised you from little pink squeakers, and kept the coyotes away too. His finger left the trigger, and his second hand fell away as the gun came down to his side. Ugh. Darn it. Now how the hell am I supposed to get you back to the damn pen? God, you're so stupid, Alfie. Dumb old man. I didn't even fix the darn gate. As Alfie approached, not one pig looked up, but instead fixated on a spot in the mud where they dug about. Hey now, what's going on? What the heck you got there? With the heel of his boot. He firmly pushed at the hind ends of the small herd of jailbirds as he made his way to the center of the commotion. Hurry, go on, get out of here now, move along. Uh, hey pal, let's not have a repeat of what just happened back at the pen. You get on moving now, go on. Reaching the center of the spiraling hogs, all rotating and hovering and moving about looking for a way in. Alfie pushed at the face of the last hog its teeth still reaching for what it had found. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus Christ, what the hell is that? A hand jutted from the ground, a human hand covered in gore. The index finger had been bit clean off. The meat under the thumb nibbled away. 
Alfie began to gag despite his acquaintance with the intimacies of disassembled flesh. Oh no, stop it, stop it now! Oh god, go on, get out of here, go on! He pushed back at the pigs who came in close to take yet another bite. The hand reached out of the mud, as if breaking from a grave reaching for the sky and the air before getting stuck in the quagmire of loose, wet earth. The bare forearm extended still further into the ground as if rooted. Alfie raised the rifle in the air and gave one decisive pull of the trigger. Hogs scattered for a moment. Ah, for Pete's sake, please don't let it be him. Alfie knelt down, tears in his eyes remembering poor Tom LaPont who'd fallen down the well. He imagined him clambering his way back up best he could swimming through rock and earth as it tore at his fingertips. But there was the hair of a man on the knuckles. Thick, worn, working joints and not those of a boy. Oh, he let out a sigh of relief before realizing that still a hand jutted from the mud in his very own field. And by the well, no less, where from its depths and its own little place in the world, no good thing happened and no good thing came from. Alfie stood picking and digging at the dirt with the toe of his boot around the base of the forearm, clearing more mud. An inch below the surface, the flesh-covered forearm gave way to worm-cleaned bone as the off-white of it became unearthed. Ah, jeez. I just can't catch a break, eh? He bent down once more to examine the bones as he dug around them with his fingers and pulled them free. What he had uprooted looked to be a humerus, the skeletal remains of the upper arm. Alfie traced his fingers along patterns etched into its surface. Eh, well, I ain't never seen worms do this before. (laughs) Alfie spat on the bone and used his sleeve to clean away more of the dirt revealed more intelligent symbols, runes of a sort, etched with a sharp edge and unlike the thin swirling lines that were first apparent. Yep, definitely ain't no worm's work. His mind began to chug as he flicked through the memories and locations of where the bodies of his past were buried. He briefly remembered that silly, prim and proper looking Englishman too, Paul or Saul or whatever his name was, looking down at the hand and the torturously carved bones and fragments of a man. He pushed once again at the pigs, edging in to keep them away from eating the flesh. He bent down, grabbed the hand, and lifted it up to his face. There was a ring. It clung to the pinky finger, caked in mud. He removed it. Well, I wonder... Who the hell are you now, eh? This episode was written, directed, and narrated by Cole Weavers, with sound production and editing by Harlan Guthrie, and mixing and mastering by Matt Black. Our theme song is by the ever-wonderful Charlie P.S. This episode featured Cole Weavers as Alfie. To find additional information or join our Patreon to support the show and receive ad-free episodes, visit our website at thetownwhispers.com. Rate and review us online. Tweet us at The Town Whispers. Join us on Discord by clicking the link in the description. Visit us on Facebook or email us at thetownwhispers at pulpaudio.ca. 
The Town Whispers is a serialized horror podcast produced by Pulp Audio, distributed by Callum Doherty of the Rusty Quill Network, and licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike 4.0 International License. I got the ghost of you inside of my head. What I'm supposed to do, the blood has been shed. He got a dark past in a soul that's unfair. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 